Hey everyone, and welcome to another Hyperspace Broadcast mini-sode, an episode where instead of discussing something that aired on Toonami, we discussed something Toonami-adjacent. Uh, since it's October, we decided to do a horror movie, sci-fi horror. Uh, this is Lily C.A.T. Uh, this is a movie that was made in 1987, written and directed by Hisayuki Toriyumi, and distributed in English by Streamline Pictures, oh, guess which who? means that yep. it was... <laughs> truly horrifying really yeah yeah the scariest part <laughs> um, the first it, noisy here <laughs> yeah and it was produced by carl masick so you know we're we're in for a treat yeah um it's also worth mentioning it features character designs from yasu omi umetsu whose name i'm probably butchering my apologies uh who also directed and designed characters for presence in robot carnival which we've covered in the past so oh, yeah I don't know. I figured that was worth pointing out. He has a very that's, that's distinctive c- character design style that I'll admit I'm not a huge fan of, but it's very of the time too. Very like when you look back at '90s and '80s kind of anime, and it's like, oh, okay, that kind of style. Like, eh, I suppose I feel like sometimes. for the women, they look very standard for that time. The men are very distinctive. I don't. I don't think I've seen a lot of shows mm-hmm. where the men look like this personally. But um, yeah, they got one guy who looks like. Uh, <laughs> He looks like Donkey Kong fucked Guile from Street Fighter and they had a kid. Yeah, his <laughs> the <laughs> mouths like, on his characters are very strange. Yeah, yeah. This it's just a big blonde doofy looking dude with a shotgun. Right. So the the premise of this movie is that a ship has been sent out by the global mega corporation Syncam to survey a planet for potential colonization. And it's a 40-year round trip, so everyone goes into cryostasis uh, in order to survive it. There's a survey team that's made up of various characters from around the world because Sincam is a Zaibatsu, like, mega corporation, uh, and nobody knows each other, which becomes a problem because once they get out of cryosleep, the captain learns that uh, two of the survey team are actually imposters. There's been a message sent from the corporation, but the end is erased, unfortunately. So we have basically any given hidden identity board game on our hands. Yeah, uh, or they're... it's Among Us, really. Like, it's a spaceship and there are imposters. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I've got. I, I haven't played Among Us, nor have I really watched anything about it. I've just seen the fountain of memes it has produced. So, yeah. Uh, I guess, sure, it's it's much like Among Us. Uh, but th- that doesn't really matter, actually, because while en route to the destination, the ship's computer, which is called Mother, I'll just let that sit for a second, um, identified some kind of extraterrestrial object and gathered it, and now there's some sort of weird bacteria or virus that is picking off the crew one by one. So... Just to say it right off the bat, this movie is Alien, pretty much yeah. exactly. It looks it like a- Alien. <laughs> it has the same plot as Alien. It's Alien. The monster in fairness is a bit more like the monster of the thing, but still, much more. It's just very much a ripoff, just through and through. This whole movie. <laughs> it's like you know, there's there's even a betrayal by an android member of the crew who they didn't yeah. know was an android. Um, it, like the ship, the uh, the Saldez, I think, looks pretty much exactly like the interior of the Nostromo. The, the room mention- with the computer is identical to the room with the computer in Alien, which is also oh, wow. called Mother. 
uh, <laughs> and is also being communicated with primarily by an Android member of the crew. So minor yeah. spoilers for a movie that's 40 years old at this point, uh, if you haven't seen Alien. <laughs> Not to mention the exterior of the ship looks pretty much exactly like the medical frigate from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, the, I actually like the exterior design a lot. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. one of those spaceships where it's like, this doesn't make any sense in atmosphere, but it, you know, it's space. Who gives a shit? Yeah, um, it's got these sections for cargo and stuff. And it's, right, and it know, can, yeah, like, it, blow them off, which it starts doing once the virus is getting around the ship. So it's alien, and really that's, like, what I don't like about it. It's just extremely derivative. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, I, I could go on with more examples, but suffice to say, if you watch this and you've seen Alien, you will recognize it immediately. So, yeah, I mean, that's the premise. What did you think about this movie, Peter? Uh, it was pretty it was pretty bland. Um, I thought it was like kind of fun to watch. You know, it's, it's any kind of slasher kind of thing can be fun or, you know, thrilling horror movie. Oh, characters yeah, getting picked right, off. Right. How are they going to die? Their deaths are going to be like gruesome and unique. But like even that wasn't much. They didn't do a lot with that. Mm-hmm. That was like all that interesting um characters also just didn't seem to react normally to a lot of situations like yeah uh, the the characters characters, don't react to death at all yeah there is one scene where where the the main character jiro or hero as it's pronounced in the in the film in um, the dub in the dub he is uh (laughs) handcuffed to another man and it's revealed that both of them are the actual imposters they're not who they say they are because Mm -hmm. hero used to be a murderer and the other guy he's handcuffed to is this australian guy who is a detective who's hunting down the murderer Mm -hmm. but you know it's and that's revealed and that's like kind of crazy like whoa this main character this lovable protagonist who's smart and you know likable he's actually a murderer whoa that's unique and then it's like oh but he actually murdered for all the right reasons because his sister was like sold in the prostitution and shit it's just like right right. okay whatever fine who cares anyway he's handcuffed to this other dude the other dude starts to freak out because he's got the bacteria in him and his body basically like explodes into blood and gets sucked up into the ceiling (laughs) Yeah, While he's right. handcuffed like, to Hero. It's it's much like Yusuke <laughs> in the cave. Blood just kind of explodes yeah. out of his body and then goes up into the ceiling and he dissolves. And yeah, and, he's literally standing right there and no one even says anything really. Yeah. The, the, he like fly, his like blood flies up. No one's really screaming. They're just like, whoa. And then like that happens. He dies horribly and he's just like fascinating. Like <laughs> this is just like in biology but like the reverse of when a monster eats. It's like absorbing the food somehow or yeah, like expelling right. it. It's, it's like it just like makes some weird biological comparison because that's what he's into. And then it's like that's it and it's like hey guys like <laughs> you going to react to like being I mean, handcuffed to a guy who's exploding. <laughs> I I mean I think my favorite part of it is that they don't even leave the room. They just yeah. <laughs> stay exactly where they are after this crazy fucking thing has happened. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much no one reacts to anything in this movie in a way that like a human would. And it's very strange. And I think part of that is on the dub because it's a streamlined pictures dub. What do you expect? Nobody reacts like a human in those dubs. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's not great. But also the-, the animation does not suggest a whole lot of reaction either like no it does not it, yeah that's that's it's not <laughs> it's appropriate that the the dub is kind of like oh well i guess that guy just exploded anyway right. and you know there's like 
there's a, a pretty gruesome cat death, which we hinted at in our preview of this. <laughs> oh, yeah, cat got um, sucked backwards through a vent. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, pr- pretty gruesome and like gory, and then it just is over. It's just like, huh, okay, <laughs> like that happened, <laughs> right. I guess. And then like the uh, the cat reappears, and it turns out the cyborg AI of the ship is like, oh man, the cat is, has taken the form of a cat, but and. <laughs> Yeah, so the so, of the ship is like a robot cat that is identical to the other cat because it was, had to, I guess, take its form to be able to move around the ship. No, I'm okay. that's that's not what it is. It's like they built a cat android that's also on the ship that just happens to look like this cat because the character who brought okay. the cat aboard is um, the president of the corporation's daughter. So uh, okay. it's a double of the cat. It's not the same cat. It just looks the same. No, it's, right. it's always been an android. Uh, it ends up getting hit, get, getting thrown in the air and blasted with a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's an insane scene. And then, and then, <laughs> the rest of the movie it just hangs out with like its cat face like falling off of its robot Half frame, falling off. It, it, it just kind of looks like the cat's just like. <laughs> like his face is all just like fucked up looking right so oh my god that is the betrayal by an android yes they yeah. they still have the betrayal by an android but this time the android is a cat and that's totally and like, goofy but yeah it was like a secret that they put an android on there to secretly pilot the ship because they didn't trust the humans i guess to fully yeah be able to right do it themselves something like that um yeah and and also it's pretty funny that this is the titular lily cat because cat oh. stands for computerized animal shaped technological robots which yep. is <laughs> one of the worst acronyms i've ever seen that's... in anything you would think it'd be caster or something, not <laughs> animal-shaped, one word, technological robot, one word. <laughs> yeah, or like, I don't know, cybernetic, not computerized. I think it's funny that yeah. it's redundant and that it's both computerized and technological and a robot. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, I get it. It's it's a fucking robot. That's enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love that stuff. It's just so, so goofy. <laughs> And so, you know, this movie wasn't necessarily all bad, I would say. There were moments where it's like, oh, there's like something cool going on, or maybe the design actually was actually kind of interesting. Um, the monster design, while very derivative of the thing, was still pretty cool. It was actually done by Yoshitaka Amano, who does like a lot of the um, concept character, like character concept designs for Final Fantasy. He does yeah, like the monster design specifically, famously. right? Well, and, and like the characters, like the main cast of every game. And, okay. you know, they always look pretty different from how they end up looking in the game, but it's like a very unique and interesting style. And this, it it it, it doesn't really like resemble that kind of style, but it's no, um, not at all. It's totally the monster is unique and almost seems like it has like some kind of unique kind of animation or filter on the monster itself. Whenever you see it move, it looks really strange and fleshy. And yeah, weird. it's sparkly in a way yeah. that's very interesting. And it's like fleshy tendrils and shit that grab people and absorb them and. You know, it, it's kind of neat looking. Yeah. There's, I mean, again, it's the a, thing. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> but, but <laughs> exactly. Having said that, like, animation is a really good medium for shapeshifters, and yeah, we've watched yeah. a little bit of the next Yu Hakusho arc, and that'll come up again in our next oh, yeah. episode. But it's always it just allows a degree of fluidity that looks really nice. And I don't know, it's kind of like Clayface. Like you can just watch it transform and shapeshift and yeah, it looks really cool. And like, you can just see the whole thing happen because it's animation. Um, so I'd, I'd say that stuff is really the highlight of the movie. Yeah. Uh, the plot, not so much. I'll say 
one thing that I really hate about this movie, and I really disliked it the first time I saw it, but it was just even more egregious this time because I knew it didn't matter, is the entire subplot with the um, the criminal who has come to this spaceship because when he gets back to Earth, it'll be 40 years after he left. So, like, no one will necessarily care about the crime anymore yeah. or the statute like perfect, of limitations will be up. A perfect like, way to escape crimes, and they call it time jumping, which is, like, a cool concept. Right, and then the captain has this speech about partway through the movie where he's like, I've been alive for 200 years, and, you know, because I've left on these voyages... Um, and come back, I can't accept the world as it is anymore because there have yeah. been 40 years of advancement in technology and society, and it's just so different. Like, my own kids are older than me now, that sort of thing. It's kind of like the beginning of Aliens when uh, Ripley finds out that her daughter is now, like, 80. Um, oh, wow. it, it's, it's a similar feeling of this kind of disconnection of space travel. And I think that idea is really cool. The problem is it doesn't matter to this movie at all because the movie yeah. is about an alien killing people. And it's like, it, it's, it's so frustrating to see the nugget of a good idea. That's just not followed up on whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it just completely goes to waste. They end up, it, it ends up just being hero and, uh, Nancy, the who's the name? president's Thank daughter. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think they said her name very much during the movie. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, again, the, <laughs> there's a lot of characters in this movie, and most of them are basically irrelevant. So, you know, yeah. most of them are fodder for the monster to eat. Um, so th there is one guy who I think looks like an anime Shaggy, and, like, he's possibly my <laughs> favorite true. character just because of that. But... <laughs> Otherwise, most of the characters are pretty forgettable, honestly. Also, a yeah. lot of them are very similar to characters from Alien, because of course they are, because this of is course. an Alien knockoff. And so, yeah, they just end up, like, escaping on a shuttle to this planet, and they're like, yeah, hopefully this planet really is inhabitable. I guess we're going to live here for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah, right, while the captain blows up the ship exactly like the end of Alien. Sort of. I mean, I guess Ripley blows up the ship in Alien, but same difference. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it's a movie that I don't like very much. Um, to, to, I guess, in it's conclusion, it is insanely derivative of a movie that is one of the most iconic science fiction and <laughs> horror movies of the last 50 years, I'd say. Like, yeah. and it just does nothing new with the concept, which is very frustrating. They play like one musical track through like half the movie. Oh my that God, sounds there's more like, like an more like an action movie like synth sex scene from the eighties than it does like <laughs> anything thrilling. There are I think four or maybe five music tracks throughout the entire movie <laughs> and it just keeps reusing them. And about the third time you hear boom, boom, doom, ch boom, boom, doom. <laughs> you're like, stop this forever. I don't yeah, care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you have any any reason to watch this, you got friends you like watching shitty movies. It's almost not worth it, I would say, but it's no, not really. It's fairly funny. I I don't know. I, I it's worth a watch once. It's seventy minutes, and it's yeah, on it Amazon brisk, Prime for free. Fortunately, well, no, that's not true. It's not brisk. It's actually pays pretty horribly, but it's it's short <laughs> at least. Yeah, right. um, it is on Amazon Prime. Yes. And uh, I don't know, we'll probably pull a clip of maybe the best scene in the movie, which is the captain shooting an airborne cat with a flamethrower, <laughs> which is so crazy that it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I will say one last thing that I, I actually like quite a bit about this movie is that the cat is very cute, 
but also isn't cutified really. Like it just yeah. looks like an anime drawing of a cat. Like it's very uh, realistic it's looking. Yeah. Which I don't know. I, I like cats, so you know, seeing one get shot by a flamethrower is a little strange. But also, <laughs> it's so crazy that I can't really think about it too hard. It mutilated and sucked through a wall. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah this movie's not great i i would not recommend it personally no but... it's not good <laughs> i'm glad we covered it though yeah no it was very fun to watch again <laughs> and just be like oh yeah like none of this stuff about how like the imposter subplot just doesn't matter at all to this movie why is it even here yeah the yeah. one I original think... thing about it is totally irrelevant to the plot what just what a bummer <laughs> right well so next week we actually got more Yu Yu Hakusho, and we're finally wrapping things up with the final round against Toguro of yeah, the Dark yeah, Tournament. The, the Dark so, Tournament is about to end. It's the final round, get, and it's things nuts. Things get pretty big. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Watched we, a couple episodes already, and oh boy, things go uh, crazy. <laughs> possibly biggest thing, uh, well, would you say the biggest thing is Toguro's muscles or Kuwabara's new costume? Because yeah, both of those yeah. things are bananas, and yes. we will talk about it next week. <laughs> oh, uh, it's so awesome. But until then, I'm Michael Doak. And I'm Peter Eby. And be sure to revisit us next week to see what we think about Kuwabara's new digs. It's like sleep, but a lot less stressful. What does that line mean? (laughs) Famously stressful. Yeah, nothing stresses me out more than being unconscious. (laughs) All right, hold on a second.